We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, good morning, happy Monday get this day started off right how you doing are you awake yet are you getting are you fighting through the day so far i've talked to a few people who are just fighting through the day stayed up for the super bowl maybe had a few adult beverages during the game yesterday and now kind of just fighting to wake up maybe going into work a little late maybe uh working from home if that's an option whatever it is Hopefully we can try to wake you up over the next 52 minutes. Yes, the Super Bowl 57, you know, as I expected, I just really could not wake my, get myself into the fact it was the Super Bowl. A, a very deflating feeling. And as I've you know explained, it's very different to, uh, for me compared to previous seasons. You know, previous seasons, okay, the Bills didn't make the Super Bowl. Of course they didn't. You know what I mean? You know, 2010, I never thought the, the, the Bills were going to go from 4-12 and 12 to the Super Bowl. Um, but this season, with all of the experts, you know, the Bills were at the top of the list. They were Super Bowl favorites. They came out playing some great football. It, it, was, a de- it was a deflating feeling watching the Super Bowl this year. And, you know... Uh, really, the only thing I had going was that I don't like Philadelphia because of me being a Mets fan. I really don't like the Phillies, uh, so the city of Philadelphia has to pay for that. Um, but really, beside that, I, I just I could take it or leave it. You know, uh, happy it's over. Happy the season's over. Really, um, and, and looking forward to baseball season. Pitchers and catchers reporting today, and uh, looking forward to the Bills maybe flying under the radar next season and then shocking the world. I think that's. Uh, that's how I think Buffalo plays better that way, no matter what the team is. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping for. I, I know people are going to complain about this, complain about that. And, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to the game, I thought the Super Bowl uh, commercials were underwhelming as usual. And, and I don't know if that's the commercials themselves or the fact that I had seen most of them uh, throughout the last week, you know, popping up on social media, popping up on YouTube. There, there's nothing special. You're a commercial. If I've already seen your commercial, then that that kind of shock value uh, is no longer there. And the M&Ms, we could have all written that script. We all knew what was happening. You know, Maya Rudolph's gonna gonna be the 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 person, uh, the face of M&Ms. We knew that was setting up some some kind of Super Bowl commercial. And I just think it kind of fell flat. 
Um, so that's how I feel on that. The Jack Harlow Doritos commercial with Elton John, I, I thought, yeah, that was a great commercial. I had seen it like 10 times on Twitter the day before. So it, it just didn't, it, the commercials fell flat. I didn't mind Rihanna's halftime show. I mean, again, Rihanna's, you know, had her first hit when I was a sophomore in high school. So that is the music that I was listening to in high school and in college. And a lot of the songs she sang uh, were hits when I was in college. Kind of surprised she didn't play um, at least one from one of her first two albums. You know, one of her first big hits. But I don't, you know, I don't put together the playlist. So what do I know? Uh, but hey, I thought it was entertaining. I was singing along with it. And I, I think that's that's the whole point. Um, so that's that's my very quick two-minute rundown of the Super Bowl. Again, hopefully next year we are doing this show live from wherever the Super Bowl is next year. I completely forgot. Uh, But hopefully we're doing this show live from there next year and talking about the Bills playing in it. But like I said, we got to move on, right? We've got to move on. Pitchers and catchers report today. Baseball season's here. The World Baseball Classic is right around the corner. We've, uh, We've got sports the Sabres were disappointing on Saturday, but they're going out west, hopefully uh, gaining some points on Washington and Pittsburgh. So we've got stuff to follow. We've got stuff to talk about. We've got stuff to do. And our goal is to wake you up after watching uh, the Super Bowl yesterday and uh, maybe being a little tired. I-, I know it's such a cliche thing to say. It's kind of a hacky thing to say. But why can't the Super Bowl be on Saturday? You know, I, I just Sunday 640. Does that work for anybody who's not on the West Coast? Everyone's kind of tired today. Most people are just upset because their team wasn't in it. Um, but, you know, uh, someone texted in Chris Stapleton's uh, national anthem was amazing. I, I thought so as well. I, uh, and I knew it would be. I thought uh, Chris Stapleton did a great job. I thought Babyface did a good job with uh, America the Beautiful. Uh, I, I, I liked uh, that as well before the game. But, yeah, Chris Stapleton... Definitely, and uh, neither uh, that was a surprise. I knew Babyface would do a good job, and I knew uh, Chris Stapleton would do a good job. So um, uh, enjoyed that. I have to say, it was the you know usually the Super Bowl. I'm watching all the pregame stuff, right? I'm watching the pregame concerts. I believe uh, Luke Combs did a pregame concert. They might have shown a little bit of it on Fox. You know, I'll watch all that stuff. I'll, um, but yesterday. I didn't. I couldn't get into it. I, I just could not get into it. I have to say, before I move to my topic, I thought it was interesting that Gutfeld got multiple commercials during the Super Bowl. I realize it's on Fox, but I thought that was, uh, I enjoyed it, but I thought that was funny that uh, the king of late night, Greg Gutfeld, got a few uh, ad, ads right going back into the coverage of the Super Bowl. So I thought that was pretty fun, uh, funny and pretty cool as well. But like I said, I didn't watch the pregame show yesterday. Okay? I... it's just, I couldn't, I I wanted to take as little of the Super Bowl in because the Bills weren't in it. And like I said, to me, this was so different than in years past. It was a deflating feeling to see those teams go out in the field. I did, you know, uh, props to the person who put their Bills flag right by the end zone. That was pretty cool to see, but also kind of depressing at the same time to remind us that the Bills aren't there every time we see the Bills flag hanging down right by the end zone. Uh, So, you know, again, props to them, but at the same time, it was a little bit of a reminder that um, the Bills weren't there. By the way, I would be interested on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. It's not my topic today, 
But I would um, I would love to know from you at 803-0930, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, did anyone win any money during the Super Bowl yesterday? Did any of your squares hit? Did you have any prop bets that hit? Did you have any bets that hit? Um, I, w- I would love to know. So if anyone out there has anything where they hit on money, maybe it was the coin toss, maybe it was the game itself. Uh, maybe it was one of the uh, prop bets that were boosted on multiple sites here in New York State. Maybe it was an office uh, square. Maybe you put a, uh, a a game time fantasy team together. Anyone who won any kind of money from the Super Bowl, um, I, I, text it in. I'd be very interested to see the winnings that are out there. Don't worry. I won't report them to anybody if that's what you're worried about. <laughs> I'm just, this is kind of just a personal curiosity. 803-0930 on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. But I'll go back. I did not watch the, uh, the pregame show yesterday. What did I do instead? I was working my second job. Or some call them a gig job. We heard Jim Ryan on with Susan Rose this morning on a new morning talking about more people looking for side gigs. And one of the popular things or the popular ones that are, are popping up are Apps like DoorDash, Uber, Uber Eats, Grubhub, Instacart. Uh, there's a few other, but I, they're, they're escaping my mind right now. And more and more people are looking to those apps for a secondary job or, you know, your standard retail, grocery store, whatever, second job. So I want to know from you, 803-0930, star 930 is the number to call in. Do you work a second job? And if so... What are your rules for a second job? Is it, you know, um, at a restaurant? Is it in retail? Is it at the grocery store? And, you know, what is, what drove you to get a second job? Now, I will set it up for me. I have had two jobs or more since I was 20. When I got hired here, I was working at a pizzeria, um, and I continued working at that pizzeria, and did some part-time work here, uh, and that's always been the case. Now, sometimes uh, I left here in 2014, went to work at Bed Bath & Beyond, but kept my job at the pizzeria and was putting those two jobs together. So for the last 14 years, I have been working at least two jobs. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it is the fact that if I'm just sitting home doing nothing, you know, I have energy at, in my 30s. I have, there's money to make. That's how I always view it. There's money to make, and I'm going to go make it. Um, I've never had a second job um, take me away from enjoying something, take me away from an event I wanted to go to. If anything, it's given me the money to go to an event that I've wanted to go to or to purchase something that I wanted to purchase. So that secondary income has always helped me, and it's kind of helped me you know, through my 20s and now through my, uh, my 30s, and I don't see me getting rid of my second job anytime soon. Now, currently, I, my second jobs are DoorDash and Instacart. Yes, these are what they call gig jobs, right? You don't have to make a schedule. You can make a schedule, but you don't have to make a schedule um, on these apps, and you log in. And you see what's out there to make money. So yesterday, there was a bonus on Instacart, okay? And it was if you do six deliveries, you will make at least 110 before tips. And I thought that was a pretty good deal. So after Hardline yesterday, I logged into my app, and I just took six of the smallest 
orders I could to get to 110. And that's what I was doing before the Super Bowl. And now that's you know some extra money that's in my wallet. But I've always viewed it. Now, this could also be because in my 20s, I was awful at handling money. So it was nice to have that secondary job um, to not put the exclamation point on how, you know, how I was a little careless with my money in my 20s. Um, obviously, you know, when I worked uh, a second job where I had to be on a schedule, where I had to follow, you know, a 5 to 10, which was what I was usually on because I'd work here or I'd work in retail, and then I would do the night shift at either the pizzeria or I did work at a liquor store for a little bit. Um, and, and that was kind of tough because that's something, you know, you have to plan around. The beautiful thing about working gig jobs, and I want to know your experience at 8030930, the thing about working gig jobs is I can get out of here. I usually get, get out of here at noon. And <laughs> don't look at me like that, Jimmy. I usually get out of here at noon. And uh, I log in and I'll do a lunch rush on either DoorDash or Instacart, right? Till about two o'clock, go home, take a nap, go to the gym, and then do about four to seven. And now there I have some extra money and I've got my evening free, right? When I fill in for David, those hours change a little bit. Or if I fill in for Tom, those hours change a little bit, but I can work my schedule around it. A, A day doesn't usually go by that I don't work two jobs. And let me tell you, that's just how my, that's how my life has always been. Like I said, since I was a sophomore in college, I've been working two jobs, and I'm fine with that. The extra money's there. I can use it. I have a child on the way. There's a lot of stuff we have to purchase in the next three months. So it's, it, it's all, believe me, it's, it's all necessary, but I'll, I'm telling you this right now. I don't see that not being the case because there are days where I'm just sitting at home saying, I got nothing to do. Oh, Joe, you do. You could log in and go make an extra 50 bucks while you have this free time. That's always been my mindset, and that's why I've always worked two jobs. Now, there was a time in my mid-20s I was working three jobs. I was working as Tom Barley's producer. I was working at Bed Bath & Beyond overnights, and I was also uh, producing a show that was run independently but run in one of the studios in the building here. So technically, I was getting three different uh, paychecks. Again, it was nice. I had the time. I had nothing else going on. If you remember, at that time, we were doing the Who Wants to Date Joe Beamer shows. So I had really nothing going on in my personal life, and I made some extra money. But I want to know for you, from you, 8030930, star 930, do you work a second job? How does that fit into your schedule? Do you have any rules when it comes to second jobs? Or have you had an experience? Now, I've been mentioning y'all positive experience. Have you had an experience with a second job? Maybe you wanted that secondary income, but every time you went and got it or any time you were scheduled, it became more of a hassle that wasn't worth the money because not everyone's going to have positive um, experiences like I have. Maybe, yeah, you like that extra money, but it caused more of a hassle in your personal life, maybe with your family, and you had to, you had to dump the job. You, you had to, hey, I'm just going to have to work with one income. 803 star 930. Has the economy forced you into getting a second job? Or is it because of these gig jobs, these apps like DoorDash and Instacart and, and Grubhub and, and Uber Eats? Is it apps like that where you can go whenever you want? You can log in and whenever you want to work, you can work two hours here, two hours there. Maybe that's made it easier, and you've explored that and said, hey, this is easy. I'm just driving around, making uh, some extra money, and then going home. 803 uh, star 930 is the number. We'll start with Jeff and Kim Moore. Jeff, what's on your mind today? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as second job goes, uh, you know, I, I nine to five job. I work, own my own business, doing that. But I love buying and selling collectible stuff or anything uh, related to that. Toys, trains, comics, cards, anything really I could sell. Uh, that's preferably small. Big items are kind of tricky. And I could do it when I want, right? I look online, I see something, I tell the person I want it, I go buy it. Uh, again, in my 20s, I used to overspend and spend money I didn't have. <laughs> uh, but now I use that, that second job to really fund my stuff I want to do, trips, vacations, uh, buying other things I want that really aren't in my budget. And uh, I find that it, it, it's pretty, you know, after all these years, you know, you learn a little experience, what sells, what's good, how to buy things. And you're talking about a down economy. Well, sometimes people want to sell things in the down economy, you know, for extra cash. So I have the cash to give them, and they're happy. And then I buy the stuff, and I sell it. So, so yeah, let me ask you. I try so, not to take advantage, so you, you know, of people. I try to be fair. So. You, you turn around collectibles. You, you, you find something that you think is at a good rate, and you, you for the most part, can turn that around and make money off off it. Do you have to wait time to, ter- to make that turnaround, or are we talking quick, uh, quick flips? It depends. It depends. Some, it depends. When I buy it, if I could do a quick flip on it, well, I'll pay a little more because I know I could sell it really quick, get money back, and make my profit. If it's something I'm going to have to sit on, well, i got to buy it cheap because I know I'm going to sit on this thing. Like if I bought Christmas ornaments or Hallmark ornaments that I know people like to buy in October, November, uh, and I'm buying them now, well, I'm going to have to sit on them for eight months. So i got money tied up. So it would be. it depends on what it is. And I have a couple people do house cleanouts. And they know what I like, so they just bring me a carload of stuff. I pay them the money, and then I make a deal with them. I have them track my eBay and my sales. You know, they can follow me online. That when they see the stuff, that, like like if something from their lot sells for like a thousand dollars, that I picked up, you know, I picked up the whole carload for two hundred bucks or something. And then I something on, something in their lot sells for like a thousand dollars. I call them back and I say, hey, your item sold for quite a bit more, and I paid you. I'm gonna give you a few hundred bucks more. Oh wow! And then. And then they keep feeding me, you know, you know what I mean? Then they're, like, excited to keep finding stuff and bringing it to me. So if you share a little bit with the person that's selling you the item or pay them fairly, you will see that they do, you know, they'll tell other people or, or, or they'll get items and they'll bring them back to you. Uh, you know, you know, and whatever I'm trying to get at is basically they'll, you know, you know, they'll keep bringing the stuff to me. And then I like to share in the profit. And then we all win, you know, and then they're happy and they don't feel like I'm taking advantage of them. No, for sure. Now, so, Jeff, what what was your biggest flip? What was your biggest turnaround uh, where you bought something and were able to sell it for the most? Uh, sports cards and believe it, American Girl dolls. It was crazy. I'm not a. It came in a lot, and then when I when I looked at those, they were signed. The bodies were signed by the the first ones that were made were not made by whoever owns American Girl. It was uh, some other pleasant company, which I had to do research because I knew nothing about them. They were just in the lot. And they happened to be originals from 96 or whatever, and they were signed by the original designer and numbered. So when I looked those up, those were 1500 to $3,000 a piece. Wow. And I had four. Wow. I sold a lot to someone for like eight, or I think it was $8,500. And then the lady who I bought them from says, hey, I think I have the boxes. So then about three months later, she found the boxes. I contacted the person that bought them, and then she bought the boxes from me and the paperwork for another $1,500. Now, Jeff, so, how, how, how difficult was it to, like, start this up, right? I mean, now it sounds like you really, you know, okay, I'm going to get this lot, I have this lot. But how long was it to, to set a business up like this where you're able to purchase that and flip it and know what you have and set up an account and all that stuff? Well, it's not too bad. you got a bank account, obviously, PayPal, eBay, 
uh, you know, marketplace, whatever you want to do. And then you, and then from there, uh, I say, stick with things that, you know, like, you know, people spend money on certain things. What do they spend money on? Everybody likes something. Everybody spends, you know, what I like, people think I'm wasting my money. You know, other people, you know, oh, geez, you buy BMX bikes, you buy Star Wars toys. I'm like, yeah, but I sell them, you know, I don't keep it anymore. When I was younger, I used to have to keep it all. I had this huge collection. So I was like dealing in what I like. So I, all the best items I make the profit on, I wanted to keep, (laughs) but now I don't care. I just, I I would just sell it. So find something you could sell that you like, you know, watches, toys, it doesn't matter. you know, whatever you can, and a lot of people do the drop sell. Like they're selling things on their page that they don't even own. Wow. Meaning the item comes through, uh, you know, hey, I want to sell this item. Well, it gets shipped from the distributor and they get a piece of it. You know what I mean? So if they, you know, say you're putting up a, a, a food processor or some type of thing and you, and you put it on an Amazon page, every time that person sells something to the Amazon page, it actually goes to the distributor. The distributor sells something. I'm talking about that. End. But if you're buying locally at garage sales, flea markets, off marketplace you buy things you know if you know musical instruments if you know something you know a good deal um and you know that's what you would try to sell you know you can't just go randomly and buy stuff because you're gonna you know well when you lose when you lose i treat that as an an, as an education yeah you know and and most of the time when i buy stuff i feel as long as i get my money back then i'm cool i'm fine with it but to get to the super bowl commercial stuff yeah yeah there was nothing really memorable in the whole thing but the only thing I really didn't like is like these long commercials. I'm like, geez, what are these commercials? And then all of a sudden, Jesus pops up at the end. I'm like, what is that about? You know, like who's funding this minute commercial about Jesus during the Super Bowl? You know, I, whatever. I found that a little odd. But other than that, I didn't find any other commercials memorable uh, that were that great. Uh, and I do think Rihanna did lip sync a little bit or had a backing track, but I don't really care. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah. Jeff, appreciate the call, appreciate the insight. Jeff and Kenmore opens the line for you, 803-0930, star 930. I have to say, I, I we knew those commercials were going to come out, right? We knew there were two commercials that um, were, I, I believe the message was, find Jesus. They, they were from a religious, I actually thought they were really well done, um, and they were put, I believe, both times at the end of the stop sets uh, during the Super Bowl. Um, so another one, I think that was memorable because I, I, I don't think at the beginning of those commercials, people thought that's what it was getting to. Again, I, I had heard those commercials were going to be there. Um, I thought they were interesting. I thought they were well done. Like I said, I think both times they aired at the end of the stop sets. 803 star 930, second jobs, gig jobs. And are you like, um, Jeff, do you sell stuff? Do you uh, go around your house and find stuff? Do you collect stuff just to flip it and sell it? I mean, Jeff's got a great thing going on there. What about you? 803 star 930. And when we come back, I'll talk about my Facebook Marketplace experience over the weekend. It's B-Maz and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you for the next 23 minutes. And then David Bellavia takes over after the top of the hour news. Brian will, I believe, be with me later in the week. Actually, I think his first day back, I won't be here. Isn't that funny? Um, but we'll figure it all out for you. 8030930, star 930. So we're asking you about second jobs or gig jobs. Uh, do you work a second job? 8030930, star 930. And what pushed you to that? You know, some people work a second job, believe it or not, just because they're bored. And, and, and you know, hey, instead of being bored at home, why not be bored talking to people and making extra money? Uh, 8030930, star930. I thought this was interesting on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board because a lot of people, you know, uh, would look at this and say, wow, you work a second job. Uh, work full time, make good money. This person makes six figures, uh, but picked up a second job, 15 to 20 hours a week from home, Java coding. Uh, it has at times a lot, some weeks, a um, few projects around the house. Uh, so, I. I mean, anyone can, anyone's doing second jobs is, I think, the point I was trying to make there. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you're making in your first job. People, hey, there's money out there. I have free time. Uh, that's exactly the way I think it, but I also could use the extra money. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I, I, I enjoy it. 803-0930, star 930. And then Jeff talked about selling things. Uh, he was talking about collectibles. But how about just selling things around the house and what your experience with that has been? As you know, my wife and I are expecting our first child in three months, three months, and uh, we've been cleaning out the soon-to-be baby's room that just had a lot of furniture. You know, we kind of had, we, we when we moved into this apartment last year, we had kind of set this up to be like a second den so if, you know, I wanted to watch something and she wanted to watch something else or if we had people over. So it was kind of set up as like just a secondary den. We had a futon in there, a coffee table, a stand, a lamp, and a TV, obviously, with a TV stand and a desk. Um, well, now that's not that, that room's going to be the baby room, right? So we got to get rid of all this stuff. And uh, yesterday listed a few things on Facebook Marketplace. Now, when we had moved into this apartment, I had a, a lot of success selling stuff. We had been we had been purchasing, uh, renting out a space, you know, a storage unit. And we decided that that was just a waste of money. That was a waste of, you know, $100 a month for this storage unit at the time. Uh, so stuff that we didn't have room for in our apartment, stuff we didn't use, we listed on Facebook Marketplace um, and, you know, made some good extra money off of it. Uh, we're able to split that, and that was that was really good when we moved in. Well, now we have gotten a garage at our apartment because we do need the storage space. We have a baby on the way, uh, but we don't need the stuff that's in this, this room. So over the weekend, we listed the three things that we couldn't give away to family, uh, listed a TV stand, a desk, and a futon. And uh, 
I will tell you this. So we, we posted this Saturday night, right? I, I, I did a little Instacarting and then came home, took, um, posted this stuff on Facebook. I could not believe I woke up Sunday morning. And, you know, I don't get up late Sunday morning. I have to be here for Hardline. So I woke up pretty early Sunday morning to 13 people asking if, if uh, the TV stand was still, um, was still available. I could not believe how quickly items posted after 9 o'clock on Saturday night had gotten attention of people. Again, Saturday night. Wake up with 13 uh, people asking. We got rid of the TV stand yesterday. Someone came and picked it up. And uh, I have the other two, the futon and the desk, two people who claim who say they're interested and they're going to uh, make arrangements to pick it up today. So I, I, I just, I'm amazed how quickly things can sell on these platforms. You know, uh, because I'm sure most people talk, I'm talking to right now, we, we did this last week, we talked about, hoarding stuff and keeping stuff you're never going to use again, but you just can't get rid of. I mean, if you ever can get rid of it, if you ever can convince yourself that you're not going to need this again and to get rid of it, let me tell you, post it on Facebook and add your listings to all, there's all these Western New York, you know, garage sales, uh, selling Western New York. I, I, I don't know all of them. There's a ton of them. Right, and I just listed my stuff in each and every group. Right, you say, "Hey, this is in Williamsville. If you want it, price is negotiable." All that stuff. Uncertain items, some items it wasn't negotiable. <laughs> I mean, the futon. We're. I'm not selling it on the radio. The thing's already already sold. The person's picking it up today, so this is not me selling it on the radio. Um, but the, there was a futon that right now we had bought a year ago for about three fifty. Okay, three three fifty. Um, it's assembled and it was slept on for a half a night. Okay. It's, it, it's never been used. It's been used for half a night and we're selling it for a hundred bucks. Now I, I think that's pretty good, right? So we did not negotiate on that. We did negotiate on the TV stand. Uh, again, this was more about just making space so I can start putting the dresser together, start putting the crib together, which I believe when Brian comes back, that will be a whole show. Um, because you know, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable putting things like, coffee tables, um, TV stands together. But we've talked about my OCD and going back and checking things again and again and again, right? I just can't imagine how I'm going to be putting that crib together, knowing like, hey, Joe, this has to be 100% by the book correct. You can't make any mistakes putting the crib together. And and I really feel like that's going to be the thing where I'm just going to be looking at it for hours, making sure I didn't screw up, going back over every single thing. Uh, But that will be, in the next three months, that will probably occupy um, an entire weekend putting the dresser and the crib together in what is now a a very empty room uh, as we now go from making it our guest room to our baby room. Uh, But yeah, Facebook Marketplace, another thing, and I know people go through their garage, people who have accumulated stuff in their garage. We all know that person, right? How many of you that I'm talking to right now couldn't park your car in your garage if you tried? You know, I know people are going out there, they're getting their phone, and they're just taking pictures of what they have in that garage. The the thing about Facebook Marketplace is just make sure you list it. Make sure you list it in Western New York groups. There's a ton of these groups out there. They're regional specific, and they've got people who just live on there looking, 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 right? 
um, and you put it in the furniture category and it populates in a furniture group. I'm telling you, just make sure that you're putting this in as many groups as possible. I've had a very good success rate uh, with the few things that I have sold, and I'm pretty sure before this baby comes, we're going to have another pile of stuff we're going to have to get rid of to make room, again, to less less clutter our lives. 803-0930, star 930. That's the number uh, for you asking you, do you work a second job? Do you work at one of the gig jobs, DoorDash, Instacart, Uber Eats, Grubhub? What is your experience with that? And what drove you to get a second job? Like I said, I've barely known not having a second job. I've had a second job since I was 20. And I, I can't imagine me not, you know? And, and that that's nothing, uh, that's, has nothing to do with my income. That's just, I like having that secondary income. I actually like the fact that I have something to fall back on just in case I lose a job, right? Um, and, and hey, You've got some free time. Now, obviously, I'm not going to have as much free time once uh, Baby Beamer's here, and that's fine. But when I do have a few extra hours, I'm, I'm going to go and, you know, hey, make a quick extra 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks you didn't have. That's how I always think of it, right? Um, so that's me. It's just it's always been the way. I've always had two jobs, you know, through uh, sophomore, junior, and senior year of college. I was working here on the weekends, and I was working at Lenovo Pizzeria during the week. Again, I didn't miss any big events. If you ask people I went to college uh, with, I was at all the big events. I was at all the big parties. I, I regret nothing. You know what I mean? Maybe the way I handled my money in my early 20s. Um, but beside that, I, I don't regret anything. It, it, was, it, was, it was fine. I wouldn't have had it any other way. And look, that job I was doing on the weekends turned into a full-time gig here at WBEN. So I can't complain. Um, but... It, and the gig jobs just make it so much easier. They make it so much easier. I know people who have retired and, you know, hey, they want to make a little extra money. They sign up for things like the DoorDash, for the Instacart, just one of these um, gig jobs, maybe Uber. We haven't mentioned Uber as much or, um, oh, Jimmy, it's been so long since the, what's the other one? There's Uber and there's Lyft. Lyft is the other one that I was forgetting. Um, and, you know, I know people, you know, hey, you're sitting at home alone all day, you're bored, sign up for Uber, sign up for Lyft, you can have a nice conversation with someone, and again, make some extra money. Uh, so I, I know those have be, become popular. Also, before, the, um, before we got into this topic, I was asking you, did you win any money yesterday? Right? We, we, this, was one of the, this was one of the most bet on Super Bowls with mobile, mobile betting being legalized in more states. This was one of the most bet on Super Bowls. Did anyone out there win some money? You had prop bets. You had the coin toss, which is always a favorite of mine to look at. You had the what color of Gatorade will be on the winning coach. Um, I actually thought the prop bet that would have paid out the more, if the most, if anyone would have taken it, was the um, Rihanna bet. What song will Rihanna start with? Now we can't say the title here on the air because the title has an expletive in it but the song that she started the Super Bowl with was the least likely of songs listed in most sports books so if you had picked the song that Rihanna started uh, her halftime show with you would have won plus 1500 they had the worst odds of that being her first song yet it was anyone out there take that bet Win some money. Did you have squares on the game yesterday? I'll tell you, every year I say I'm going to get a square, and every year I don't get a square. 
It's just, I don't know why. It's not like they haven't been offered to me. It's not like they're not sitting there. I don't know why. It's, you know, a month from now, I'll have, uh, Jimmy will walk in and I'll have 10 brackets uh, sp- spread out all over the uh, the control room, uh, getting my brackets ready for March Madness. But for some reason, I can never get my name into a square, which is a little easier than filling out 10 brackets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um but I, I know the squares are popular. I, I I heard yesterday, and I think I'd heard this uh, of this before, but I forgot about it. The minute square, where every minute that your score is there, you get a hundred bucks. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I heard about those yesterday, and you know, hey, potential to win some big money if you can uh, get some good numbers. Uh, did you bet just an old school, old fashioned bet on the game? Who won? Maybe you bet it straight up. Maybe you bet the spread. A lot of prop bets. I, I think the Super Bowl has more prop bets than any other event. Um, anyone out there take any of the prop bets I saw before the game? FanDuel, DraftKings had all, a lot of those prop bets boosted up here in New York State. Um, I wonder if anyone hit one of those and got it. I think the one I saw boosted that one was Patrick Mahomes plus 225 and a Chiefs win. Did anyone take the... Um, the boost, I think the boost was from plus 130 to plus 200. Anyone out there take that, win some money. 803-0930, star 930, looking on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, we say, my uh, someone said, my buddy won $10,000 on the final. Could you imagine? Now, I'm guessing this was squares. Could you imagine watching the Super Bowl and the deflated feeling that I think a lot of us had as Bills fans watching that Super Bowl last night, and then noticing that your square hit for the final score and that you were $10,000 richer, oh my gosh, that would be, that would make it my favorite Super Bowl. And I think this is going to be a very forgettable Super Bowl in the Joe Beamer world, but if I had won $10,000, I would be, it would be, it would become my favorite. I'd be talking about Super Bowl 57 for a long time. Uh, another person said my uncle won 3500 on his squares. Congratulations uh, to him. Someone also saying on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, I thought my numbers had hit. Oh, this is the worst. Thought my numbers, had, my squares had hit, but I had to score the wrong way. I had the wrong teams. That's, that's the worst, right? You thought 8-5. and five. Oh, 8-5. That's me. Oh, it was Eagles 8, Kansas City 5. Nothing worse. And we've all been there. I, you know, I, I, I go through times where I love to play the lottery, and then I won't touch the lottery for a year. But there are times before, now I just do it all on the app, so it tells me what numbers hit. But there were times where I would buy a pick 10. I love pick 10. It's, I believe it's the best odds of the New York State lottery. But I love the pick 10. And I would look through, and I would think that I had, you know, the, the right, you know, a few numbers to get. 10 or 20 bucks, and then you realize you read your ticket wrong, or you do quick pick when you're at a bar and you read the screen wrong, or you read the rules wrong, or you filled out your card wrong. We've all been there, right? We've all been there. Uh, that can't be, that has to be such a def- talk about a deflating feeling watching a Super Bowl that's making you feel deflated because your team's not in it. And then in a split second, you thought you had won 10,000 and instead you were just reading your squares wrong because it's late on a Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. My apologies to you. Um, let's see. So 
Uh-oh. So in order to win $10,000 for $3,500 on a square, how much did you have to put in? That's a great question. And I don't know the answer. If us, either of our winners wants to text in what their buy-in was, uh, this person wants to put your net winnings together, which I understand completely. 803-0930, star 930. Um, also on the Facebook marketplace, someone says you know to search the town you're in, search Western New York, and search Buffalo, and make sure you're in all those groups, anything in the region. So I just want to follow up on uh, the Facebook marketplace part of this. Someone also said, yes, when $500 on score change first quarter made money on the over. So there it is. People begging the over. Parlays are huge now, especially with these uh, sports betting apps, right? So a lot of people were parlaying. Now, it was interesting. I, I heard some people, or I saw on Twitter, some people complaining. I don't want to make it sound like I was hanging out with a bunch of people. Uh, I saw on Twitter um, people complaining that they couldn't parlay certain prop bets, now, that would really tick me off. Like, if I wanted to parlay coin toss with will the, will the opening kickoff be a touchback, with what color Gatorade will the winning coach have poured on them, like, I would like to parlay those, right? Because the odds, I believe, are like minus 104. So I want to parlay those, get better payout. Um, however, I was told that there were certain prop bets you could not parlay, and, and that was kind of uh, raining on everyone's parade yesterday when it came to um, – when it came to sports gambling. So I uh, I apologize to that. That that would tick me off. That would probably just make me close the app and say, you know what, maybe not a Super Bowl bet today. Maybe we don't do that. Because I have found, if I'm going to lay some money down, it's got to be on a parlay, right? You're going to put some things together. A four or five in-game parlay or five-game parlay. Um, but if you couldn't parlay the, the prop bets, I mean, okay, hey, I bet tails. Oh, good, I won 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> but that is all for me today. I appreciate the calls, the texts. Uh, always appreciate you guys. Uh, and I know it's going to be, for, for a lot of people, it's a tough day because you stayed up late. Again, maybe you're at a party. Maybe you had a few adult beverages and you're just slow to get moving today. We're all there. We all understand. Maybe you ate a little too much and it's not sitting well in your stomach this morning. And that adds to everything. <laughs> Again, we're all there. Hopefully, we can get you through the day, get you home, so you can take that nap that you've been thinking of ever since you woke up. Hey, to wake you up, to bring that sunshine to your day, David Bellavia will be here after the news on News Radio 930 WBEN. And then Tom Bowerly is back after a long weekend, 2 to 6. And Tom Puckett will close everything out with Buffalo's evening news and keep you updated on what's going on. Hope you have a great Monday. I will be back here tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. for another edition of BMAS and Beamer. Have a great Monday. David Bellavia is up next after Randy Bushover tells you what's going on here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.